Welcome to the Positive Spiritual Living Podcast, brought to you by Unity on the Bay. This is your positive path for spiritual living. I have a story for you this morning. Long, long ago, there was a gallant knight who was ready to set off on his journey, the greatest crusade of his existence. But he had one important task that he wanted to entrust to someone that he really believed in. And as he thought about it, he realized it was only one person, and that was his highly trusted squire. They had been together for years, and they shared a level of mutual trust and admiration and respect. So the knight knew that this responsibility would be in the hands of the right person. He called his squire to him, and he handed him a key, and he said, this is the key to my wife's chastity belt. (laughs) So the squire humbly accepted the gift, and The knight said, now, if I'm not back within 10 years, I want you to use this key because my wife has needs. (laughs) So the trusted uh, squire went upon his way. The knight prepared himself for the crusade. He was on the back of his horse departing from his castle when all of a sudden he heard a voice hollering at him from the drawbridge. Wait, stop! Stop right there! And so the knight turned, and he looked, and he saw the squire running toward him. And the squire said, oh, thank God, my lord, that you're still here and that I got you before you ran away. He said, you need to know that you left me the wrong key. (laughs) All right, I was sort of stepping out of my comfort zone with that one a little bit. But after all, this is unity on the bay, right? Now, I just have a question for you. How many of you have really ever thought you could trust somebody and you made some kind of gesture or gave them some responsibility only to find that they let you down, huh? We've all had that, right? And the point that I want to make with you this morning is, uh, and I hate to say this to you, and I hope I'm not the first to ever utter these words, it's a risky business, my friends, to trust anything in the temporal world outside of you. If you haven't noticed, allow me to point out to you that in this world of form and matter and shape and size, everything, everything comes and everything goes. So to try to anchor a level of trust and real confidence in that which is constantly changing is not easy to do, and this morning I would tell you it's not even advisable. And we have to be really careful, you know, because sometimes it's not really the other person that we're trusting, it's our idea of their ability to meet our expectation. Do you hear me on that? So I'm not really trusting you, perhaps, but I'm trusting your ability to do what I told you to do. And then that doesn't get done and we get all upset. Don't pass out your trust to people, circumstances, or even governments, or even religions that are out here, my friends. The only place you'll ever be able to confidently put your trust is in the presence and the power of God that is within you. But the good news is you're going to be all right every single time you do that. If we go to the dictionary, we'll find this definition of the word trust, a firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. And I say it again, the only place you're ever going to be accurately able to apply that definition is to the presence, the spirit, the 
essence of God that dwells within you. So I'm asking you this morning, what are you really trusting? Are you trusting yourself? Are you trusting your lover? Are you trusting your family, your friends? Are you trusting your employer? Are you trusting the government? Whatever it is, if it's out here, please join me this morning in reconsidering. Here's some words by William Hazlitt, written long ago but still applicable today. Even in the common affairs of life, in love, friendship, and marriage, how little security we have when we trust our well-being in the hands of others. So this morning I ask you, where are you looking for and where are you finding those reservoirs in which you can really invest your trust, your confidence? What can you find truly reliable? Anything of this world of time and space? I invite you to reconsider. There is, however, please hear me on this. When we talk about trusting God, we're talking about trusting an astoundingly powerful and very high level of intelligence, of communication that is taking place often behind the scenes until we really awaken ourselves to it where we can see the presence of God actively supporting us in making every single decision, in calling every shot. And that includes everything that we see in the world around us. Fear not, my friends. God is in charge, and it is in God that we are each of us able to trust. I love the words, and these will be familiar to you from the book of Proverbs, third chapter, verses five through eight. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own insight. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes, Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and a refreshment to your bones. Trust in God. Trust in God. Not always easy because you can't always see that and you can't always touch it and you can't always taste it and hear it. But I'm telling you, at the deepest core level of your being, you already know in this room that that is the most beneficial place for you to invest your confidence. Now, when we look at this verse from Proverbs, it's important to point out a couple words. And one of the things I love about unity, as you probably know, we metaphysically interpret the Bible, which means that we take it beyond the literal meanings and we look for the symbology and the roots that are behind that which is being shared with us. So the two words that I really want to point out to you this morning are the words fear and evil. If you go to the actual Aramaic understanding of the word fear, you will find that it means reverence to, reverence to. So we're not being actually asked to fear God. Most of us in the room have been doing that most of our lives because of what we've been told about him. But the reality is we're being asked to invest in the truth of the meaning and the real idea and identity that is God and place our trust in that. The word evil, of course, in unity we understand to be simply erroneous thoughts that we have unwisely invested our belief and our faith in. I love these words of Benjamin Joet who said, You must trust God in spite of everything the clergy has told you about him. You know, in many ways, the clergy has given God a bad rap, amen? Because we've been taught, we've been conditioned to really fear this God and to to live in trepidation. And this God is watching out, more or less like some kind of spiritual Santa Claus, for everything you do good and everything that you do bad. And once you leave this planet... You know that in unity, we do not adopt that philosophy. We believe in an unconditionally loving God. And it's from that perspective that I encourage you to recognize you can trust it. You can trust it. So this morning, 
I have a special surprise for you. I went to the bank this week, and I said to the teller, I need several hundred one-dollar bills. And the reason that I wanted these bills was because this morning I wanted each one of you to have one. So the ushers are coming down the aisles now to give you your own fresh, clean, beautiful $1 bill. I chose the $1 bill first and foremost because it was the most affordable bill. (laughs) I would love, and maybe someday I will, pass you all out hundreds and thousands and whatever. But for now, we start with a $1 bill. And what I'm calling your attention to, know that you can do anything with this dollar bill that you like. I'm not giving it with strings attached. But I do want you to recognize it has the ability to function for you as an affirmation card as a reminder, because on the back you will see the words, in God trust. And then, specifically on the $1 bill, the word one. And I love both of those affirmations. It is in God that I trust. And then that one is a clear statement of the oneness that we share with all humanity. While you are receiving your affirmation cards, I want to tell you a little bit about the research that I did on the statement, in God we trust. How many of you actually realize that it is the official motto of the United States of America? The official motto. It's also the official motto of the state of Florida. The state of Florida is the only state that has adopted, in God we trust, as its motto. And I love this. In 1863, the statement was applied to coins. In 1956, became the official motto. In uh, the late 1960s, it was uh, a joint resolution by the 84th Congress approved by Dwight D. Eisenhower that it must appear on all U.S. currency. And this is the piece I found that I liked the best. As recently as 2003, a joint poll by USA Today, CNN, and Gallup discovered that 90% of all Americans support the continued inscription placed on all of our currency. That was just 2003. And I know there have been challenges to take it off. I personally and frankly am glad that it's there because it's a reminder, my friends, especially in troubled times such as you may consider us to be moving through right now as a country, as a world, to remember that beyond all of the things of time and space, there is an intelligence, there is a wisdom, there is a power, and there is a love that can be trusted. And just as Spirit would have it this past week, I received um, a text from our own John Davis, who's up here playing on brass every Sunday. And some of you know that during the past year, he's become quite a prolific author. And I've asked him to share with you what he shared with me this past week. So please join me in welcoming John Davis to the platform. Hey, John. Absolutely. Good morning. The hope for us is this truth. When a segment of our population is feeling less valued, there is always someone who rises up to bring home the truth. There is always that person to bring home the truth, the people, the hope that they need. In every generation, there is a voice that rises up despite the din of hopelessness that seems to take over. In our world, that voice, among other powerful voices, is us. It's you and it's me. It's the totality of the consciousness 
of our society that refuses to accept the less attractive parts of us that sometimes bubbles up from the recesses of the ugliness of our past. Our voice of love, tolerance, acceptance, and forgiveness is powerful. It is the only reality. We, the people, created this great nation as a beacon of hope to those who have no hope. Of course, we have had and still do have many problems, but we, the people, do absolutely still have the power to control our destiny. We are not defeated. We are not lost. We are not broken. We are citizens of this great planet called Earth. We come from all nations. We come from all creeds. We come from all faiths and languages. We are the human race. We are made in the image of the great creator. We are creations of magnificence. In the end, we will all be well. We are in the loving arms of the one who created us. So in the midst, my dear friends, of all of the manners in which you celebrate Independence Day and the great freedoms that we enjoy of being a part of this wonderful country, this wonderful nation, please remember this. Regardless of any appearance to the contrary, every one of you, every citizen of the United States of America, and every member of the family of humanity is being held in the arms of God. Whatever action you feel called to take, whatever cause you feel drawn to support, I encourage you, I invite you, I implore you to do it from the space of remembering God is in charge and in God we trust. Happy Fourth of July. Thank you, Chris. I want to say thank you also to John for reminding us that it is we the people that are the beacon of hope. That was beautiful. And as Chris shared with us that it is in God we trust, and this is the moment where we also want to trust and share our prosperity with this beloved community. So if you are getting ready to be able to bring your love offering to your heart, you can either do it in an envelope that's in front of you on the chair, and I'll give you a few moments to be able to prepare that. We have our ushers coming forward. And when you feel so inclined, bring it to your heart so that we can share that not only is our trust in God, again, we know that we the people are the beacon of hope. Let's share our love offering and make this affirmation together. Divine love that I am blesses all that I give and all that I receive. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Positive Spiritual Living Podcast, brought to you by Unity on the Bay, a spiritual community located in Miami, Florida. Unity on the Bay is supported by the generosity of its community. If you'd like to make a donation or learn more about Unity on the Bay, please visit unityonthebay.org. 
You can also follow Unity on the Bay on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for even more positive spiritual inspiration. Until next time, thanks for listening and many blessings. Namaste.